miles apart geographically, like-minded philosophically. We love nerdy things, so we tap the wire to discuss them. Okay, so welcome to, I guess, what is the debut episode of Tap the Wire, formerly known as Too Boldly Pod, and my co-creator in this program is going to join me for our very first episode, so hello, Aaron, how are you? Hi, doing well, thanks. You're welcome. And we're going to talk about a show that was rather big in 2020 tonight. We're going to talk about The Mandalorian. Any initial thoughts? Um, it's awesome. <laughs> first. I mean, I'm pretty much in the camp with everybody else who says this is one of the best things that Star Wars has uh, given us in a while. Um... I think just in terms of creativity and being well executed and just, yeah, I'm a fan. (laughs) So do you think you would have been a fan if you weren't such a huge Star Wars fan? If this would have just come around, say, without the Star Wars title to it, would you have still liked it? That's kind of hard to say because I I don't know how how to come at that. Like, none of these, you know, people or characters or places or things I wouldn't have any sort of frame of reference for. So, I guess, I don't know. But, I mean, I think there is there are quite a few people that have just tuned in. I mean, people who have Disney Plus because they want all the Disney movies. And they're like, well, what's this? You know, and maybe they've gotten into it that way. But... <laughs> Well, I'll be honest let's, with you. The only reason watching, I... We've been watching Frozen. Let's uh, give this a go. <laughs> I uh, I only got Disney Plus because of The Mandalorian, so... Yeah. Yeah. Same. Maybe I'm backwards. <laughs> no, I think, that's, I think that's what a lot of people ended up doing, honestly. But it was a, it was a smart move. There's going to be a lot of new Star Wars content on this service, so... Yeah, it's... We were talking about that at work, about hopefully Disney doesn't saturate the the quote-unquote market with everything that they're planning on doing, but I guess we'll find out. Yeah, it, it kind of seems like they're trying to, like they're giving it their all. Um, so I'm just hoping that it'll all be good. Um, and I don't really have any doubts that it'll be good. I mean, considering a lot of the same people are writing and directing and are behind all the upcoming projects, uh, but I do worry on a personal level that I'm just not going to have time to get through all of this. <laughs> and so I'm just, it, it makes me a little trepidatious to think, oh gosh, I'm going to fall behind on my Star Wars, which... It's already a thing that's probably happened to a degree I cannot remedy, but... Oh, kind of like enough. Discovery, you mean? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, no. I can I can catch up. I can catch up on Discovery. I can. But with Star Wars, you've got animated series. You've got books. You've got video games. And they're all, like, working into this, you know, 
canon now. Apparently video games are canon, and I'm just like, oh my gosh, I don't know where anything stands anymore. <laughs> What's extended universe? What's legends? What's now reintroduced into, uh, you know, this is canon now. You know what? So <laughs> it's all a little much for my pre-dementia brain to really grasp, but I'm trying. <laughs> that That sounds really familiar because I've been pushing anybody that will listen to me to watch the Daleks miniseries on YouTube because oh. it doesn't necessarily go into the Doctor Who series, but it does, but it doesn't, but it does, and then you get in this whole confusing spiral thing, and I think it's just because I'm such a big fan of Doctor Who that I'll watch anything that's doctor who this, so. is a new, this is a new thing that's on youtube yeah it just came out in november and december there's like six episodes they're like only 15 minutes each they're all animated and mm. yeah look it up it's cool well, i will listeners out <laughs> yeah i mean you can, can handle it you can knock the series out in an hour and a half <laughs> and then you can move on to the next Star Wars thing that's confusing you. Yeah. <laughs> so what right did you... Discovery. Right. <laughs> so overall, what did you think of season one and two of The Mandalorian? Overall, you're probably guessing that I'm going to say that it was amazing because it was. Uh, so overall, that's where I'm headed. Um, yeah, I mean, just everything. Just, I mean, the music, the, you know, we get all the concept art. We get the show, which is just amazingly written. And, and it's just, it's just got so much fresh stuff. We've got Grogu. Got, <laughs> what more can you ask for? We had Ahsoka. We got Boba Fett. You know, we got... <laughs> Spoiler, spoiler, we have Luke. I mean, you know, that's <laughs> oh. a whole nother, that's a whole ball of wax, I understand. Did so you just say Luke? I, what? <laughs> no, no, I didn't, what? So what's your overall? I almost yeah. look at it like two different series. I liked the first season, but I didn't really love the first season. But mm -hmm. this this second season, and I think it's maybe because they were paying tribute more or Easter egging the hell out of the original <laughs> Star Wars that I maybe loved this one a little bit more. Yeah, I, I would agree with that. I mean, they were finding their way, you know. I mean, I didn't I didn't dislike it. I just mm -hmm. this one. I sat down, I specifically waited to start watching it because I knew if I got into it, I would want to keep watching and watching and watching and nothing brings a tear to my eye more than thinking back to the 90s when, say, an episode of The X-Files got over and I'm like, damn it, I got to wait a whole week now for another one and I don't want to. <laughs> I don't want to. <laughs> First world problems. <laughs> Well, so you, you watched the whole second season in one shot, is what you're saying? I watched all but the last two. 
It's like I couldn't oh, wait. Okay. And I kept seeing everybody online talking about it. So I'm like, all right, I'm going to sit <laughs> down and, and bust through this. So I did. And then we got to the, the big spoiler at the end that you just spoiled. And yeah. Well... <laughs> <laughs> speaking of that well we'll we'll yep. get we'll get back to the the end of that later on okay what do you think of the casting choices for all the characters um i'm i don't really have any beefs with any of the casting why do you have a beef no no i was just okay <laughs> i'm curious because how they sort of incorporated the prequels, if you will, uh-huh. with Boba Fett. So I enjoyed how they used the same actor that was, and I'm having a mental block with my cheat sheet right yep. in front of me. Oh, the one that died? Jeremy? No, no, no. The 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 prequels that played the uh, that played his his. Oh. Oh, okay, the one that's in, the uh, okay, the Tamira uh, somebody? Yeah. Right? I, I liked how they, I wasn't sure how Moff Gideon and Giancarlo Esposito, is that his name? Yep. When they first introduced him, I wasn't sure I was going to buy him as sort of a Vader-esque type bad guy, but I did as the season went on. Do you think there are too few, too many characters, or do you think it was perfect how they moved this story along from place to place, I guess, is the way to put it? Um, yeah, I mean, I think there's pretty much just the right amount. I mean, some of them seemed fairly inconsequential, but I don't think that they were excessive. Like, um how some people are affectionately calling her frog lady. She had a whole episode arc and I'm like, Oh, it's frog lady. Okay. Um, what's this about actually? Okay. Well, no, she's fine. She, this is cool. And then it didn't really go anywhere per se, but I mean, it wasn't like I expected it to. She was just kind of around to move the plot forward. So Mando could get where he needed to go. Uh, type of thing. So I'm like, okay, I can roll with it. So, but yeah, they're overpopulating it with new characters. Um, I think they're kind of saving it for ones that matter. People had issues with that episode because Baby Yoda, who I think he was still known as that at the time, was eating the eggs. Did you have an issue with that, or did you just roll your eye? No, no. I mean, this is you know, it's uh. What, the, the, the chain of life, the, the food chain, the circle of life, whatever you want to say. <laughs> this is what happens. <laughs> creatures eat other creatures. So do you think, so. and this is just kind of speculation, do you think they they had the name all along? Or do you think they were still trying to figure out what they were going to do with that? I don't know. I almost think that they came up with that last minute. Because how would you have that, like in a meeting and like not have that come out. Like it seems like it would be a real, it would be like an easy leak to be like, I'm just going to tell one person the name, like, Hey, special person, I got a secret for you. Here's baby Yoda, quote unquote <laughs> name. And then it would just be everywhere in a matter of like four seconds. So I almost like to think that they just 
okay, it's time to come up with the name. Let's do it now and let's get it in the episode. And then everyone, you know, under threat of incarceration, do not say this name to anyone until it comes. Yeah, I don't know. Or John Favreau just showed up in a production meeting. Okay, I'm done with Baby Yoda. We need to come up yeah. with a name. I Do- mean, I can understand if people who are not Star Wars fans were like, oh my gosh, it's really Baby Yoda. They're probably getting all sorts of wrong ideas about what this show is actually going to be about. I mean, not what the show's going to be about, but wrong ideas of who this character is. It's like, no. But Baby Yoda's a pretty cute name. I mean, what else are you going to call the thing? And they certainly built up the the marketing for that by not releasing any toys for the first, what, six or seven months of it? Yeah. Yep, and I have my own very uh, good company right here with me, my Baby Yoda slash Grogu Christmas present doll. Early <laughs> Christmas present. Well, we originally bought it for my daughter, and uh, well, we don't know what to get her. I'm sure she thinks this thing is super cute. We'll get it for her, you know, because that's kind of the justification for buying one. It's for the kid. And then <laughs> I got it. And I'm like, oh my gosh, this thing is adorable beyond measure. And I'm pretty much adopting it and it's fine. And so, so we decided that I was just going to keep it. I took it out, you know, before Christmas. And I was like, you know, had it around the house. So my daughter instantly forms a bond with this thing. And I'm like, oh no, because my daughter is known to throw toys off of our deck into the dirt, chew on them. I mean, uh, so I'm just like, no, a Grogu cannot succumb to this fate. So we had to buy her her own. So now we have two Grogu's in the house. You're blaming all of this on Tesla, aren't you? I am. As soon as, you, as soon as you've seen that, you're like, nope, she's not getting it. It's mine. <laughs> well, it was a little bit of a shot in the dark. Like, we'll buy this. She'll probably think it's cute. And then we get to see it around the house. So win-win. <laughs> but when she, like, we, we literally had it out. We were playing with it for just a few minutes. Um, Patrick uh, took her to some third location for a while. Let's get some work done. And she apparently was clamoring for the thing the whole, like, three hours they were gone. (laughs) (laughs) Would not let up about it. And so uh, we decided to just, yeah, she needed her own. But I digress. So we we are two Grogu households. Um, We're probably going to cap it at that, I'm guessing. But how can you not love this thing? It's adorable. I'm not going to argue with you. Not one bit. Now, what do you... I mean, that's, that's the genius of the creators of it. It's like they tap into the human psyche, you know, the big, to care for their young with the big eyes and the small and the little voice and the, <laughs> the hold me hands and the, I mean, you know, maternal. I feel very maternal towards this inanimate object. Well, I think that's sort of the, the underlying story arc of the whole first two seasons, isn't it? Mando is, is all maternal. Right. Yeah. Even the hardest hard ass can, can be brought to his knees by cuteness. <laughs> so speculate into season three and beyond. Do you think that Grogu will be back or do you think they're going to phase that out? I almost think he has to be back in some 
way. Um, just even if it's just, you know, like, um, if they're not together, if Grodu and Mando are not together, I think that they still have to kind of show maybe what he's up to at least a little bit. I think that they're going to realize that fans are not just going to deal with Grogu being out of the picture, like for the whole season. So we'll see though. We'll see. I mean, Luke spoilers kind of <laughs> took him. So who knows? Yeah. I mean, he's, he's got to tr train for the, so let's talk a little bit about the, the big season ender and the teaser or however you want to uh -huh. word it, uh -huh. that led into what's coming next, which is the Book of Boba, or Book of Fett, or whatever they called it. I think it's just Book, book of Boba Fett. Did, uh, how big of a Star Wars fan were you to be, were you like a big Boba Fett mark, or was he just sort of a hilarious character? <laughs> No, he wasn't um, on my radar, so to speak, uh, right away. Um, my first memory of Star Wars was seeing uh, The Empire Strikes Back, but I saw it, strangely, I saw it um, in my home. I saw it, my, my brother, don't ask me how this happened, my brother had it on reel-to-reel, the Empire Strikes Back on Reel to Reel. He played it in his room on a screen, and that's how I saw The Empire Strikes Back. And I was very, I was quite small. I mean, I couldn't tell you how old I was exactly or how long it was after it came out. Uh, but I was born in 1976, so I was all of, what, one when the original came out. So <laughs> I wasn't really privy to the whole, like, you know, buildup of Boba Fett being a thing. Um I was only kind of aware of him after, you know, some other years went by. I saw Return of the Jedi happened. I'm like, oh, yeah, that guy, you know, and just it. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, he wasn't exactly on my radar. But over the years, I've definitely come to appreciate him as what everyone expected him to be, which was kind of the big badass character only to meet an uncertain, not uncertain, uh, <laughs> to be to it be was, consumed by a sarlacc. An unfortunate end. People were like, "What?" But even back then, it was yeah. kind of a quick ending. No, the reason I asked you is because when they did that teaser, they showed Bib Fortuna, or uh -huh. for fans of the Return of the Jedi riff track. You will know Bill Corbett said Bib Fortuna, the Dalton of Jabba's Palace. <laughs> Sorry, I had to get that in. Just wondered how excited you got for that. He's back at Jabba's Palace and Bib Fortuna is there and yada, yada, yada. Yada, yada. That was pretty exciting. I mean, it was kind of, yeah, the big... Um reveal of yeah i'm back and this is what i'm gonna be doing so stay tuned and it was kind of like no one was really i found it kind of funny that no one was really mourning bib fortuna just <laughs> they just kind of kill him just okay now you you know ate too many 
whatever. And they're going to eat Jabba's Palace, Swamp Rat Souffle, whatever. You made too many of those, and now we're just, boom, you're dead by. And I'm like, but it's Fortuna. Like, he's kind of an iconic character. And now he's just, to just kill him. Like, and here comes Boba Fett, like, strolling in. That's cool. Like, don't get me wrong. I was like, that's cool. Like, I'm up for this. But then I was like, oh, this Fortuna. R.I.P. I guess. <laughs> but I think it was a fairly recognizable character. So, you know. Well, the filthy yeah. the filthy guy in me would rather see Ming Na Wen than Bib Fortuna, anyways. But that's just semantics. <laughs> You're in luck. I think I am. Uh, yeah, I think she's gonna be a big part of it. Is there a a minor recurring character that you you liked during the first two seasons? A minor recurring character. Well, like um, like Cara Dune or what was Carl Weathers' grief? Carga. Oh, Carl. Yeah. Who doesn't love Carl? <laughs> <laughs> I, I always just get arrested development flashbacks. Like, oh, <laughs> or, or what was Nick Nolte's character that... Oh, right. Um, Kuel or... Yeah, um, he was good. I mean, he was, you know... A uh, solid character. I was sad when he, you know, passed on. This is spoilers. Are we free of spoilers? We can say that, <laughs> that Leo <was>... has passed. <laughs> um, oh, I asked because when I said Luke, you were kind of like, <gasps> still pearl clutch, like right away. Spoilers. I'm like, hey. I was just teasing. <laughs> if they haven't watched but it yeah, by now, then. I was really pretty excited. Like, I think a lot of the internet was. Uh, that they brought Ahsoka in. Um, so I'm a, I'm a pretty big Ahsoka fan. Um, and like most everyone I have heard speak of such things, uh, Rosario Dawson did a great job. I agree. Job getting her character, um, I guess brought to life in a, you know, believable manner. Um, so that was cool. Now, there is speculation that Sam Jackson's going to reprise Mace Windu somehow, so... I had heard rumblings of that. Yeah, we'll have to see on that. I haven't heard anything solid, but... They keep things pretty tight on this show. They keep a tight lid on. Oh, good. I'm glad of that, because I enjoy being surprised on the screen and not spoiled on the internet. Same. (laughs) <laughs> unless i'm just not reading the right thing i mean you know as i mean much as i don't have a, a ton of free time to watch these things i have even less time to read about them so <laughs> see <what> i can <laughs> okay was there anything that you didn't care for in the first two seasons story-wise or character-wise well, really, okay. There was the there was the episode in season one that had the whole uh, they were orchestrating um, breaking that guy out of prison, and they brought in all the new. Like it was kind of like a one off with all these different characters. Right. And I really didn't like that. Was my least favorite episode, and I'm like, well, probably not gonna see. I mean, I hope, or it seems like we're really not gonna you know see any of these people again. So I don't really get this and it didn't really hold my attention very much but then lo and behold 
we had um, at least one character come back. Mayfield, Mayfield came back. So it was like, well, I guess it's glad that I paid somewhat uh, <laughs> some attention to that episode. Like, hey, I know that guy. Yeah. So, but that was the weakest episode, I think, um, at least in season one. Um, but really, I can't think of another episode where I was kind of like, uh, you know, I could have done something better with that 45 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what? You can't have perfection all the time, or can you? Yeah. I, I don't know. And I realize that. Did you have like a least favorite story, like story or side quest, if you will, or episode? It might be the same exact episode that you had, but I I will admit the first couple episodes, it seemed to take forever to get to what they were doing, so I started to get ever so slightly bored in the first couple <laughs> episodes, but kind of just snapped in my head, and that was it, so... I'd have to go back and watch season one again, though, to to really refresh my memory. There was none in season two. I loved all of them. Yeah, season one seems like kind of a distant memory right now with all of 2020 happening. Like, <laughs> Got that right. I mean, they did do the, the perfect Lucas buildup where he always, well, he always claimed that stories were told in three parts. I'm trying to remember the exact quotes, like, first scene you introduce second scene you put them in the worst possible peril and the third is obviously the the payoff so i guess you could say season one was introducing us to all these characters i think it succeeded <laughs> i would say so do you <laughs> here's sort of an offshoot question do you think and i could totally be wrong on this but you just mentioned 2020 and quarantine and everything do you think it would have been as big without covid i don't know i don't think it it didn't really make much difference i don't think i don't think that the portion of the population that randomly tuned in because just because they were quarantining um probably contributed to the overall success i think it was mainly star wars fans um, who will watch just about anything <laughs> with the Star Wars label thrown on if it shows, you know, uh, any sort of promise <laughs> at all. Um, so I really think that's probably why it was so successful, really. I mean, and you could watch it, you know, it's something, hey, here's a new series. You can watch it in your home. Um, just in time for quarantine was maybe the more like just in time. So everyone was like, yay, we're all going to just tune in every week, you know, but yeah, I think it would have been kind of a sensation either way. So, um, I have, uh, coincidentally, I had just turned on when we started, I had just put on the, the last episode here of the Mandalorian on mute. So it's been on my TV. So we just got to the end here where, um, Bib Fortuna, God rest your soul. Um, he just went down. There he goes. But he's the bubble walks in. He's like, Boba Fett, I thought you were dead. And it's like, you and everyone else, buddy. Well, we thought that Bib Fortuna was dead because he was on Jabba's yacht when it went down. That's true. Yes. Yeah, we had that. Yeah. 
we had this previous conversation. Yeah, so who's next? Salacious Crumb's going to come back? and <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> He's one that could stay gone, as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> oh, so now we're getting to the annoying characters. Well, yeah, you know, yeah. He might not be Jar Jar annoying, but... Let's, let's just say I hope they're not making a standalone Salacious Crumb series anytime soon. <laughs> It'd be a sitcom, The Crumbs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a 22, 22 minute format, strictly Salacious Crumb getting into misadventures. <laughs> no thanks. I'll pass on that one. No. <laughs> So you were you have the the episode on is there anything that refreshed your memory that kind of really blew your mind other than the the big payoff there when Luke shows up? Oh, I'm sorry. Um, A Jedi shows up. Mom. Oh, Luke. <laughs> <laughs> it's Luke. We all know it's Luke. So I'll admit, yeah, that when that was a very emotional, however long it was, like seven minutes, eight minutes, whatever it was at the end. Like, you're like, okay, you're like, here's the Jedi. And uh, right away, we're like, oh, green lightsaber. Like, so they're saying it's Luke. And I'm like, well, wait a minute, because someone else could have this saber. Who knows? Someone else could be wearing this cloak like Luke would. Who knows? Because there was all sorts of rumors. Of who it could be, and I was like, they might just be throwing us off the trail. Um, but then, so you're waiting for that. Then, lo and behold, it's Luke, and I am crying like the rest of the world. I'm crying because it's just like, oh my gosh, it's Luke. You're crying because you know Grogu is going to have to say goodbye to his daddy dearest, <laughs> and the mask off and the touch the face touching and the whole thing and it's just like oh i'm such a mess i'm done for and then you go through the whole credits here's boba fett oh my gosh a whole thing about boba fett and it's like oh <laughs> so for like five ten minutes afterward i'm just sitting there crumpled in my bag going, oh my gosh a little bit of and a sensory then, overload <laughs> Yeah, it really was emotional overload, and I, and then you have to pick yourself up and dust yourself off, and I had to try to get some work done, and I go to my computer, and I'm like, okay, it's time to work, and I just turn the, I just restart the episode and just kind of watch it, <laughs> watch it again in the background, going, I can't like, get over this, you know, at the time, it was just, and even now, even now, the finale seems like it was a year ago, it was just. I yep. don't know. It just seems like it was already a long time ago that I watched this, but wasn't it like three weeks ago? It was. It was close to three weeks ago. It had to have been. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, did you think it was Luke, or did you just think it was a Jedi? Well, I I thought it was probably going to be Luke, but you heard rumors like. Oh, it could be, um, you know, Mace Windu. It could be uh, even Cal, Cal from the video game, you right. know, uh, the Fallen Order, whatever that video game is. And we're like, wow, we're bringing a video game guy into this? There were some people that legitimately <laughs> thought it was going to be Cal. 
They thought it was going to be, you know, Ezra. They thought it was going to be Ezra from Rebels, which coincidentally I cannot get through. I'm trying, but I just, I can't, I don't know what it is about it, but it seemed to inch my way through that one. I keep getting stuck. Um, Clone Wars is the one I couldn't get through. Rebels was fine. (laughs) Well, see, I got more into Clone Wars with, like, um... You have to get into it. You have to get in, like, through the first couple seasons of it. And then it gets a lot better. It's a little painful when you first start it. <laughs> again, they're still finding out what exactly they're doing and finding their footing. And and so I admittedly had to make myself watch the first couple seasons. But then it got a lot better. And there was really a lot of, you know, good info in there if you can stick with it. And I know a ton of people are just super into uh, Clone Wars, like more than I am. Like they are, they. I'm like, yeah, I watched it. It's good. I learned some stuff. And there are people that, like, literally, that's all they want to watch. <laughs> but I digress. Um, they thought it was going to be the Rebels guy, possibly, and I'm just like, it could be those people, and that would be fine. But it's like secretly, I was kind of hoping it was going to be Luke. And coincidentally, there are a few people that are quite upset that it was Luke. <laughs> So there's always gonna, there's people upset well, about that, how the whole dark saber thing worked out too. So I, I, I saw that and I'm like, you know what? They'll figure it out. <laughs> it's not the end of the series. Yeah. I'm like, they're going to figure this out. It's fine. Like I don't foresee there being a giant battle. Uh, where Mando's going to, you know, fight the big one because the pan <laughs> needs the dark saber. Uh, yeah, I'm just like, don't figure this out. Don't figure this out. Bite the big one. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> Good enough. Speaking of Mando, did you have any issues with him taking off his helmet? Me? No, not personally. <laughs> I mean, not talking not about female wise, and there's Pedro Pascal, <laughs> and you're like, oh, nice mustache. <laughs> I mean, I think he does it for reasons, and they're only reasons that further, like, the likability and relatability of his character. So, you know, it's not like he talks this big game about, I'm never taking off my mask, and then he takes it off, like, on every whim he has. I'm like, <laughs> that would be kind of ridiculous. <laughs> but no. FaceTime. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I try not to read too much into fan angst, but it that was one of the things. Is like, if he's a Mandalorian, he don't shut up. You don't write it, so shut up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Toxic fans are really pretty annoying. I mean, you know, like we like to say, you know, people love to have opinions. <laughs> sometimes you make it to this level where it's just can you either write your own thing or have a like just a normal opinion like <laughs> I don't know either like it or hate it but like some some of them go way over the top I was gonna say like you know um we have our opinions uh we all do but they they kind of act like yeah, they know exactly what this should be, and when it's not it, they 
lose their mind. <laughs> yeah. Jump into the world of Doctor Who, or dare I say Star Trek, the original series, and, and you really find mouthy fans, but it is what it is. <laughs> Steven, we've sort of talked about this, I don't think, on the air, but or haven't we? I've talked about it with somebody. You don't have an issue with a, with a female doctor, do you? No, uh-uh. Did someone get mouthy about a female doctor? They, the old guard really had a shit fit when Jodie mm. Whittaker was announced as the doctor because the doctor is a guy, damn it. I was like, oh, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> so they haven't given her a chance and they just immediately pan every episode that she's been in. Just annoys me to no end, but I get annoyed at a lot. (laughs) Okay, so any final thoughts about The Mandalorian? What do you think is going to happen moving forward? Um, That remains to be seen. Like I said, I hope, I hope, match, pray that they're going to at least check in with Grogu. Do a little, you know pan over to this side of the universe. There's a lot more Grogu's up to, which here, you know, I always have to have a weird beef. It should be weird beef of the week or what have you. Weird beef with uh, Grogu is, and not that it's not damn adorable, not that it's not darn adorable. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I'm supposed to be mouthy ears. Not that it's not, gosh darn adorable. But it still irks me that they give him the little, like, real baby noises and voice. And he's 50 like, years old. Like, well, it's, it kind of takes me out of things a bit because it's like, oh, it's like a real human little baby voice laugh thing that he just did. And, and it's not like I don't, like, it takes me back for a second. And I'm like, oh, it's all good. It's cute. But <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what other noise I would expect him to make. I mean... Clearly, Yoda has speaks English and has a quote-unquote human type voice. You know, <laughs> he, might, he might not um, structure his sentences appropriately, but he may talk like you know. You think that this little kind of baby voice coming out of the baby Yoda would not like take me back, but for some reason it does. That's my weird beef. That's my weird beef. There's always got to be one weird beef, and that's it. Baby, I am not. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that was a horrible impression. <laughs> You're allowed exactly one horrible impression per per call. Okay, well then I'll I won't do the next one then. I won't do my jar jar. <laughs> Wait, what another one? <laughs> yeah, no. No, I'm <laughs> I'm curious if they're going to sort of bounce it back and forth between Mando and Grogu, but that's just totally speculation. Maybe something happens and Mando has to go save him or something. I don't know. That's what happens. That's what happens. Everybody is all upset because, you know, now Grogu is with Luke training. So everyone assumes and that could mean bad things because, you know, what happens when Ben Solo decides that he is real angsty about stuff. So maybe Mando swoops in. 
Yeah, there you go. Save, save our Grogu. See, we could uh, that's my, we could write that's this. That's my new canon. I don't care if it happens or not. That's my new canon. <laughs> that's what happens. And that's why I wanted well, to do a, a fan theory podcast at some point. Just sort of get all of these little ideas that people have and talk about them. And we can laugh about them or we can say, hmm, not a bad idea. <laughs> Just get a big conference call. <laughs> Get like seven different people. So. Yeah. <laughs> a round table, if you will. <laughs> everyone, go, everyone go around and present your favorite fan theory. Next time you join me, is there anything that you maybe want to talk about? So it's going to have to be either Wonder Woman, Discovery. <laughs> Hello. I only have like maybe, okay, I have the entire third season left, but. It's really, I'm, I'm serious when I say that I'm going to try to fast track it once we're done with a couple other uh, one-off things that we're going to be watching. So, but um, yeah, Wonder Woman, Discovery, we'll have to see what else crops up. Hey, I can watch this Dalek thing. Is that going to be worth a call? We could. I mean, you know me, I can ramble about Doctor <laughs> Who for hours on end. I just thought I it was, I thought it was a good story. For having no Doctor Who in it whatsoever. I thought it was a fun little hour and a half story. Cool. Cool. Well, I enjoy, enjoy my Daleks. Um, <laughs> one of my more favorite Doctor Who baddies, quote unquote. So, well, what? Different. <laughs> one thing you can give me your two cents about is Sanchez and I are going to do an episode where it's nothing but talking about the master. I think it'll be fun. Mm. He thinks it'll be fun. Whether people want to listen to it, I don't know. I guess we'll find out. <laughs> well, I will definitely be tuning into that one. Okay, so we'll close shop with thank you, everyone, for listening to the podcast. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter and Instagram and Facebook and anywhere else I'm missing. Sounds good. <laughs> and, well, Dan, enjoy the rest of your 2020. Yeah, I'm going to for the next uh, two days or so. Thank you very yeah. much, Erin. <laughs> you are welcome. Your intel threat level for this episode has been deemed at low. <laughs>